Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bachelors in the City. Mr. Weber. Mr. Weber. Mr. Kendrick. I just got to say. How we doing? I just got to say, last night's episode, pretty good. Pretty good, buddy. Pretty good. Hey, let the shit show commence. You love to see it. Uh, did I not tell you? Did I or did I not tell you that this would be an entertaining season? You did say that. You did. I, I said did. it was going to be boring. I thought it was going to be boring. I did. Uh, I'll admit to that. It's still a long. It's still a long ways to go. But I think one thing we could. It's not going to be boring. I'll tell you that for sure. One thing we could always count on for the Bachelor versus Bachelorette, the women are always going to bring it. For Yo, some- production or um. Casting did, they need a raise. They did an exceptional job of casting the crazies. The crazies. The perfect amount of- I mean, crazies. Man. Like they did, they said, ooh. They said, said, Clayton, you seem like an awesome dude. We're going to make your life live in hell for the next two months. Oh my God. And uh, yeah. They said, ooh, this this bitch is psychopath. We like her. Let's put her on there. Let's get it. Yeah. Interesting. But hey, it makes great TV. So kudos, hats off to them. Should we just get into it? Let's get into it. We got a recap. We got Emma Martins, ladies and gentlemen, in the house joining us. And guys, shout out to Emma. For those that don't know, Emma is 100% behind Bachelors in the City podcast Instagram page. She is the genius behind all the graphics. The post. If you guys thought we were talented enough to uh, do that ourselves, well, thank you. <laughs> but, Snapping uh, back at all our close. haters. <laughs> but haters, we don't have any haters. Content. It's all, it's all love. No we haters, def- not what at are you all. Talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dustin. That's really nice. Um, you would be surprised how many messages we get where they're like, oh my God, I bet no one opens this. And then I'm like, bet you're wrong. And I'll respond. And they're like, oh my God, is this Peter or Dustin? And I'm like, oh. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Even better, it's Emma. Like, yeah, I'm Emma. Who? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I'm not who you came here for. <laughs> well, we're going to change that soon. Um, it's good to have you back on our weekly recap, episode two. Thank you. Let's get into it. It's uh, That was a, a wild episode, to say the least. Again, it's... I love The Bachelor. They're really going back to their roots of just craziness. Uh, and my first note in here, Dustin, you had a question yeah, about? I, I did. So it says everyone is a woo girl in the first few episodes. Woo girl. So I'm conv- So what's a, yeah, what's actually, a woo girl? I don't know girl? if I'm following. I don't know what that means. A woo girl? So like they're the girls that cheer. So like at a bachelorette party, when you go to the bar and the bride like gets a shot, you go, woo, yay. Woo, 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 woo. Or the Uber's here. Okay. All right, everybody, we're going to the next club. Woo! That's a woo girl. At the beginning Shit. of this, everyone is a woo girl because it's just it, it's better for television, but it's just so painful. Like, Shit. They walk I, uh, in, the date I, comes real, in. Real quick, I got to interrupt you guys there because uh, I don't know how, this, how I feel about this because I feel like I am very guilty, especially on the show. <laughs> it's definitely a I woo I was like guy. a woo guy. If there's such <laughs> thing as a woo girl, I was 100% the woo. I'm not going to, I'm going to save your guys ears, but I feel like I did that all the time. Just out of pure excitement. 
Peter still is the woo guy. I will be the one to tell you right now. Yeah. He is so still I can't, woo I'm going to stay. You got mom here. <laughs> Love Seal because I can't make fun or else I'm going to be a hypocrite. I mean, it's not a bad thing, especially after a few beverages. Everyone's got a little woo girl in them. But okay. just like when the date card shows up, not everybody needs to be like, woo. That, that was just a... Um, I can say I don't think I ever did a, a, a woo when, I, when we got a date card. So that's good. That's my statement. It's an inevitable. It's going to happen anyway. Whether or not you woo, they're going to present the date card. Right. right. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay. So everyone's a woo girl. Everyone's um, a woo girl. We go into date one, which is very ambiguous. And they almost don't really tell us what it is a couple times because it's kids in a bounce house. And then it's Hillary Duff. And then it's like, you're planning a children's birthday party. Who, who greenlit that project? Who decided what? that children's birthday party planning was a good date? Was, I'm confused. Maybe in casting, Clayton was like, I love kids. I really like kids. That's the only thing. I, I'm so confused. He, from the kids in the last season and making them cry in this season. <laughs> I, like Your voice. <laughs> I'm just picturing I, him say that with that voice. I, I, that was kind of creepy. I should have said it like that. That was a little but, creepy. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to, when you have kids one day, I'm going to go back to this episode and I'm going to grab the sound bite of you saying that and be like, hey guys, look what your dad was so excited to have. You're so excited to, to, to make you guys. Kids. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to show them your episode, your season of The Bachelor too. So yeah, so that's going to be burned. They're, they're not seeing that. Oh, I sure. got copies. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this group date, I actually, um, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool to see Hillary Duff there. I didn't know she had three I kids. Hillary, yeah. I don't know where I've been. I thought, I don't know. Also, I really liked, and this made me dislike one character, but I really liked how a lot of the girls put so much effort into this like birthday party. And I think that shows a lot. You know, you're going out of your way, you're being selfless to make a child's day. And I really enjoyed that, seeing that. I thought a lot of the girls, they look like superstars, but there's this one girl. I was (laughs) like, this girl. She's the one. She's the one. She's the villain for sure. Um, and 100% guys- crazy eyes. You can see it. You can see the crazy. And Miss Cassidy. She's over like making out at the pool. The best line by far is she's talking. She's like, oh my God, I love Hillary Duff, but Hillary Duff's going to be disappointed in me. I don't know. It's not like I'm going to spend my time building a dollhouse. Fuck a dollhouse. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what is so going rude. on here? That's so rude. How are you going to be like that in front of kids? I don't know. I thought that was very... Uh... I, I thought it was just... It was so funny. I, I will say, going back to what you're saying, it's true. It, it was kind of... It was one of the more confusing dates at first to understand what was going on when everyone was kind of excitedly walking up to it. And I agree. It's probably, you know, Clayton obviously has made it very obvious. He's, he's in, in, into kids, wants to have kids, you know, one day and he's super excited. I thought it was absolutely hilarious though. <laughs> How much more excited everyone was to see. And I get it. I mean, I, I love Liz and McGuire too. Like, you know, if it would have been The Bachelorette and we were on it, I would have probably been more excited to see, you know, Hillary Duff as well. But it was so funny. They were absolutely freaking out when they saw her. They were freaking out. They fangirled so hard. What like, was your guys' Kelly is Cadet Kelly. You, yes, Cadet Kelly. I remember that too with, with, uh, with Hillary Duff. Yeah, she was like our childhood. Oh, absolutely. I... I adore Hillary Duff and I love that she's doing more stuff, but obviously she was selling something. And so I literally wrote in the notes, I was like, all right, what's she selling? And then it cuts to commercial and it was the commercial for How I Met Your Father, which she is now the like Ted Mosby equivalent from How I Met Your Mother. 
So oh, obviously I, I missed she sells that. something. Okay. Yeah, yeah something I heard that new she was... show coming out. Exciting. But she That's was there awesome. to paddle it. Yeah, I um yeah, that was funny to get to see them all get excited and everything. But that one Cassidy girl, she just made me cringe. She was more obsessed with her than anything else. And like just being a total brat and didn't help with anything, destroyed a birthday cake, thought it was funny. And I just, I don't know. I I think it's gotta be Clayton's I like you gotta, if you like kids. And you're seeing someone not even interact well with kids or not putting effort for kids, that's gotta be a red flag, right? That's just, it's, yes. And it's just like, it was bringing me back to some moments. It's, it's such an uncomfortable position. And you could kind of see it with Clayton. He was being a good sport, wasn't gonna make her feel, you know, like I, I don't think anyone is truly buying this love story between Cassidy and, uh, and Clayton. You know, she's obviously being pushed a lot by producers do this take him steal him go to the pool you know go sit on him go make out with him i don't know that might be on her own i can no. see her having that personality i just think they were going at it like how much from it's just, this group of children trying to celebrate a birthday party yeah it's just it's so, that's so uncomfortable though for clayton you know like you, having like you can't say no in that in that you can, you can say no you can but it's then it makes it kind of awkward and and uh, uncomfortable and it's like their first group date so you probably wanted to have it go off to a good start but see she i was, think that's i think that's one one thing that men should work on more and i think it's bad because we get looked at as the villain whenever we do want to say no. It's not like we want to turn someone down or hurt their feelings, but when a man does like okay. say no, it it he's he's the villain. He doesn't like me. No, so kind of like the Brendan thing on Paradise, you know, he wasn't really into Natasha. He was trying to be nice and it just came back. Okay, but he was the villain in that situation for other reasons. That's different. What what is Clayton supposed to do? Realistically, what? So this girl, Cassidy, takes his hand, grabs him, they go to the pool. She sits on him. What's he supposed to do? You know what, Cassidy? I'm sorry. Like, I'm, uh, you know, that's enough. Like, I'm going to go back. Like, he's not going to do that. And that completely messes up the vibe of the entire date. It's kind of like you got to go along with it. No, I feel There's like a little you bit could, of pressure there. I feel like you could cut it off in a respectful way than just like, hey, this is, let's, you know, Let's hey, I really enjoyed, we gotta I really go. enjoy hey, let's, your let's tongue go. down my throat, but not with all these children <laughs> watching. Yeah. Yeah. I think he could have said no. I think I think there's a time and place. I don't know. I don't think that was the the place. Especially for her. I'm like, oh no. Like this girl, wrong reasons all over. All over. Yeah, it's funny. I, I thought at first, like, maybe part of me was like, huh, she's acting kind of, because she acted very confident. Like she knows it. She's, she's, you know, later on in the episode, you see how she's um, trying to coach up, uh, what's her name? The other girl. Shanene. Um, she's coaching up Shanene for how to do it. It's like, huh, she's one of the ones that got the book, How to Win the Bachelor. She's got the entire skill. Like she's acting that way. But then I quickly realized, because she made a huge error. What, 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 what do we call it with the... Uh, um, error of the game, something like that for a game of roses, uh, yeah. later on. Um, so I'm like, nope, she definitely did not get the book because <laughs> she wouldn't have done that. But. It's been interesting trying to figure out who has the book and who doesn't because I'm like, wow, she's got some strategy, but then I'm like, wow, she's crazy. So no I don't book know, yet. book hasn't even came out yet. No, I think, I think some of the new contestants, well, like, like we got them presented allegedly, to us. allegedly, oh. a couple women on the show may or mayn't have received the early edition copies like we got. I'd laugh so hard if like the show tried to, knowing that that was a possibility, they try to get ahead of it and like sent, sent the girls like anonymously to a book, but like 
all the wrong things to do to produce the best TV and like convince them that like, oh no, the this parody is parody version. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Well, technically it would, work awesome. in their, it would work in their favor if everyone did have the book and they kind of did know how to maneuver. I mean, it kind of makes their job easier, right? It shows you as a contestant what the show likes and what the fans like. So if I was, if I was part of the um, ABC yeah. production squad, I'd be like, here, everyone take a book, read it if you want. Everyone, if you don't. T- take your book, just pass them out. Make sure you return them at the end of the season. <laughs> don't highlight or they, anything. They don't leave like any marks. Bit. That'd be hilarious. They just get handed down to a cast after cast. All right, so moving on to the night portion of the date. Uh, Dustin, did, were you on that? Um, that looked really familiar. That's where we went with, you were on that date, right? Yeah, you were. You got the group date, Rose, with Hannah Brown. I'm sorry, what was that? Where they went for the night portion what, date. What, what, what'd you say? What? <laughs> what, did, what, did, oh, what did you win? What did you get? What, did you get the, you the rose? Where you got the rose? Oh, I got yes. the rose. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> look you look know. at that. Dude, that you little... were a front runner, man. I don't know if I was a front runner. You got but, one of the uh, earliest earliest group date roses. I remember that too because I thought there was a chance I could get it. I, I felt a connection and then little did I know, Dusty, my future roommate, is going to steal the spot. Much spotlight. stronger connection. Strong, yeah. It was a sympathy rose. I tell you that. She no, it wasn't. I hurt, it was my, so I hurt my ankle. Oh, yeah. The cheater rose. The che- oh, that's why you got the rose. I forgot. Yeah, you faked that ankle injury when I we were rollerblading. I did not fake it. I remember My ankle that. was black and bruised the whole time being there, <laughs> traveling with that shit. That was, that sucked. Um, yeah, anyways, sorry, what I was anyways. getting to is the, 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 por- the location. Did you recognize that? The antique store that we went to? Was that the same one? Yeah. And they, they always, that's because I did that too on The Bachelor. They reuse that one a lot and they'll, they'll change the name. I think this one was like Big Daddy or something. It's a lot of cool stuff in there. It's a cool, it's just, yeah, it's the perfect uh, group um, evening date portion because there's so many interesting like artifacts, conversation starters. It's, it was a really cool spot, but um, brought me back when I saw him go there again. See, stuff that I wouldn't know. Insider trading. Insider trading. I guess too, to let you guys know a little thing. I hope everyone realizes that like, we're not the ones picking the, the, these dates. Like it wasn't like Clayton picked this date for, you'll, you'll like give input in the beginning of the season, like things that you like or, you know, your interest, but it's not like he actually went and picked this date for, you know, at this mansion with Hillary Duff. So that's all. He wasn't like, I want a, a, to celebrate a children's birthday party with 30 yeah. <laughs> of the closest women to me. But wouldn't that be funny if he did? <laughs> that, that, would, that would be, that'd be hilarious. So uh, he makes out with Teddy who got the first impression rose and has another conversation with her, decorates a cake with Genevieve, who is the one who decorated the cake that got dropped at the earlier portion of the date. And then Cassidy comes up and they have another conversation. And the whole time, all I could think was genuinely, what is an executive recruiter? Several women on the show have the title of recruiter or executive recruiter. Does that just mean you sit on LinkedIn and send people canned messages all day? I think so. I, yeah. I, or, I think so. She must be like a really good recruiter, like the like top recruiter in her uh, in her firm. I honestly have no idea. That's a total guess. Out, outside of that, Peter, I have a question. Yeah. You as the bachelor, you have girls coming up to you and talking all this bachelor, bachelorette bullshit, lovey talk. Like, hey, like, I just want to make sure our connection, I just want to, I'm here for you. And like all this like fake shit. Like, let's let's be real. This like these conversations are so like, ugh. like, did you believe it? Or were you like, no, this girl, this girl's playing the game smoothly right now on camera. Like, what were, what was your take? 
You know, I, I think... Did you think they really liked you that fast? I would say, because they show so much interest so fast. So, yeah. I think it only matters for the very few, like... Like, you play the game, right? You, you have a lot of, so, you know, so many more conversations than you even get shown. And you play the game and, you, you know, you have to go sit with this person and this person. This one will steal you. You'll, you'll go steal her. But there's so, you know, at least for me, there's just so few people that I actually was, like, seriously interested in. And so if they would have been the ones that are, you know, giving me that kind of affirmation, that's when I, like, that would really be progressing. And I'd really buy into that. And I would love it. And I would try to reciprocate and show them. But that was so far few between. And so many, when there's so many people that say that, that you just, you know, you have to have so, so many yeah, roses. So I know, and, like, night one, um, the second date. Yeah. Like, for them saying that, are you feeding into it? Or are you like... No, I mean, you're... There's you, no way. You're just like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, nod the head and act like you're interested. It's, it's a TV show, but well, um, you kind of see if, what they're doing, you know? Even if you're interested or not, but are you like, are in your head... Are you like this girl's so full of shit? I want to laugh. Or are you oh, like, actually, no. no yes. There's, okay, that's what I'm trying to get at. There's definitely moments where I was just like, "Oh no, this person is trying way too hard," and like trying way too hard to convince me of this. And you kind of like, yeah, you can kind of like see in the eye, like they're just trying to like, you know, you know, fla- like what's the expression? Flash your eye- eyelashes or whatnot? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. Oh no! That's uh, what I was honey, trying to get. Yeah, because I see that going on now, and oh, absolutely! I feel like Clayton just—he's just clueless. He's just gonna—he's just eating it all it's, up. It's—it's tough. No, I don't think he is. It's—it's it's tough because it's—it's it's a fine. It's a balancing game. You cannot act uninterested. You have to be interested. You're the Bachelor. You have all these women pursuing you, and you have to reciprocate that. So it's like it's uncomfortable sometimes because like you kind of like you run out of things to say if you're like you're not, you're not actually feeling it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've seen that a little bit with him now, but because you can see when he has a connection, when he has like, we'll get into it, but when he's with Susie, boom, he is smitten. You see the difference. And then you see someone that is just, you know, there's still 15 women. So there's gonna be 15 women on the date. He's just there in the conversation. And it's, it's at least to me, it's, it's pretty obvious. I don't know everyone else, but. Well, yeah, you're the chemistry doctor. Stop it. The chemistry. Am am I right? Am I wrong? Did you not see an obvious distinction between like a Susie conversation and. The Cassidy uh, one, one hundred percent. The yes. Cassidy one, there was like just nothing, just like making out. He's and very good. Like, no, he's like, I'm here. No, I'll go through anything. I will go through a brick wall. So long as you want me here, I'll stay here for you, know you the, Clayton. Yes, oh, you know Jesus. what? The, this is this is the uh, the tip. This is the tip off. You can tell when a lead is really into. This is again my opinion, not factual, but when a lead's really into the person or not. If you see so many conversations and it happens every single season, where it's talking about why the process works, why the show works. The person, they're not interested. The guy or the, the lead is not interested in that person whatsoever. That's like the fallback conversation when you don't know what else to say and there's really not the chemistry. You talk about, yeah, you know, I, I, I think this is going to work. I feel like we keep giving ourselves a shot. Like they're not actually talking about anything of substance and like getting to know the person and like flirting and having real conversations, but just talking about the process. That's mm-hmm. the biggest tip off of, when there's chemistry there or when there's not. Ooh, good note, man. And I, and I know maybe, from experience because I did it like crazy. Maybe you should put that in the book. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. So we Keep wrap up it. the night portion of the date with the villain getting the rose. Seems like Clayton was pretty into it. He really likes the aggression. I'm going to say she, I don't, I... I don't think he would ever end up with a girl like her. 
I feel like the aggression at the beginning, he's like, sure, why not? She's trying. But I, I think feel it's the like- first time he's ever been pursued. Like, he's some guy from Missouri. He had an NFL career, never played it down. He He's average. You know, he's just, he's the average guy that they decided to make The Bachelor. This is the first time he's ever had attractive women throw themselves at him. And I can't like hate the guy for really like, like he's enjoying it, you know? Yeah. Can't short him for that. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be very honest. I, Clayton is, he's growing on me, growing on me. I, I like him. I, maybe I, I relate to him a little bit. I see like, you do. You a guys little, are hopeless romantics. Yeah, I said this I'm fast. starting to see a little bit of him in me. <laughs> I, I do see it. Cooking a dinner, having some red wine. This is what you were saying that last time. I was like, oh my fucking God, that's Mr. <laughs> Peter Weber. <laughs> no, I, 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 he's growing at me. But guys, we'll be honest. It, that was a producer rose. That was not, I don't think that was Clayton actually deciding to give that rose to her. That was, they knew exactly what they were doing, producing it. And look, I mean, look how it ended. You know what's going to happen with the cliffhanger at the end of this episode. It was, it was a great, you know, production tactic there. But yeah, I would say that's a definitely a producer rose. I agree. Fair enough. I, I'll yeah. take that. into the first one-on-one, which is with Susie, who is one that we have all highlighted as a favorite and then also has everything in her basket to potentially be the next Bachelorette, other than maybe falling in love with Clayton. Yeah. They helicopter around LA, which seems like a really cool date, and then they land the helicopter on a yacht, which brings up the question, what is the budget of The Bachelor compared to The Bachelorette. When in the <laughs> hell have you seen a yacht that big on The Bachelorette? When in the hell have you seen a helicopter that nice on The Bachelorette? When have you seen someone land a really nice helicopter on top of a really nice yacht on The Bachelorette? Was there a name, though? Was there a logo name on the, either the helicopter or the yacht? Because I think, actually, they know how to maneuver shit. They know how to leverage like no other so they are probably even getting paid by this helicopter company this yacht company to use that in in their i don't, um, I don't think though i don't think they actually did i was looking for that because you're right they they really do they're a great job of negotiating a lot of like like for instance the the singer these all the artists that come on you would think are getting paid to go perform on the show and it's the exact opposite they're doing that completely for free it's the exposure that they get from the show and that's how the show gets all these art, these amazing artists to come on. But you're, Emma, you bring up a great point. The insurance. I remember on my season, just to be able to fly myself on some of the dates, the insurance hoops that we had to go through and the price and how expensive it was, was it, it almost didn't happen. I almost wasn't allowed to fly on a lot of those dates because it just took so damn long just to get insurance approved. So I, <laughs> to do that, landing a helicopter, mm-hmm. that was like a super nice helicopter. One of those executives that the gear comes up and, um, and landing it on a yacht. I feel like the insurance budget for that was more than the last couple of bachelorette seasons that they've spent on, you know, just one one location, but yeah, that was a really cool like, date. I can't believe they gave Nate and Michelle a $200,000 down payment for a house. At the same time, they've got someone trying to land a beautiful helicopter on a moving target that's also worth a couple million dollars. Just kind of yeah. crazy to think about. They get money, guys. 
They got money. Yeah, no, it was, it was, I almost wish they, they had more of the date shown once they got to, like, it was great. The flying scenes, of course, uh, they were awesome. But I wish they would have shown more of the actual date on the, on the yacht. That would have been kind of cool because you haven't really seen, well, like, think, in recent memory. Well, think about date. this. Wasn't Chris Harrison getting paid like 60000 an episode? Something like that. I remember reading something like that. Probably, yeah, something crazy. 60,000. How many episodes are in a season? 10. Uh, usually like 12. 12. Oh, yeah. If you include like... Men sell all or women sell so all. So he's looking at like close to a million dollars a year. I mean, for a season. For a season, he's probably I think making, the season brings in... I mean, yeah. Yeah, so we can do the numbers. The that's just a that's just a host, which he's no longer there. So they're definitely saving a lot of money on that. But the yeah, but they're, of they're, money that, they're paying Jesse. Jesse's a big name. They're not paying the same though. I doubt they're paying Jesse Palmer what they paid Chris Harrison. Not even close. But he's still he's still making a pretty penny. Not to oh, like make it yeah. seem like Jesse Palmer's sitting in the poorhouse or anything. Guys, ABC's yeah, got him well stood up. Don't get me wrong. Hey, absolutely. I mean, I'm happy if I get like a weekend deal and get paid a little little change. Are you kidding me? It's like they're doing good, but I'm just trying to give an idea of how much the show brings in and they're paying people. So yeah, no, I mean, it's it was an awesome, extravagant date for sure. And uh, they, uh, I always love doing like kind of figuring, you know, when they show like the um, the hero montages, the beginning of a season, you know, like the previous to the upcoming season, you see all these cool epic shots. And one of them was, uh, you know, him and a girl jumping off the yacht. I didn't realize it was actually done in LA. I was thinking that was like a, a Croatia date or something like that. But yeah, that was a, one of those cool scenes was, was shown on this one-on-one. They had a good time. And had a good time. Go, it was cute. Yeah. You can, you can just see and, and going into the night portion, I think I said this on our last episode last week. I, maybe Susie has the book or something because she just, she just has her shit together. You can just tell like she's so well, like polished and just she, I keep feeling like she's the bachelorette and Clayton's a contestant. Whenever I see them, I don't, I haven't felt that way with anyone else and him on a season. But when they're together, I feel like she's the bachelorette. I don't think uh, you can cough, teach that. She, that's just girl. Who she, it cough, it cough. just seems like who, who she what is. What do you say? Pageant yeah. girl. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. And that probably is not hurting her at all. But the confidence, just the, uh, you know, she's just, I don't know. She's got no, kind no, of she's, she's being really chill. And it's, yeah, I think it's uh, attractive on his part. You know, you have these girls that are just sitting on your lap, making out with you. You have this girl that's calm, collective, has a personality. And yeah. like just sweet and just being like, yeah. It's like she's trying to make sure that he's into her before any, like before she invests in him which is really the way it should be done. But since there's so little time, these women are just throwing themselves at the lead, trying to like gain any traction. But you can see like an, the potential for an actual connection there because they're giving it the opportunity to actually get to know one another earlier on and kind of connect emotionally before connecting physically. Yeah, she's just doing everything kind of, yeah, the right way. Like if you could try to, if you want to, co- you know, quote unquote, coach someone through it, she's been doing it great and just seems like a great person and you can definitely see that chemistry start to grow with with uh clayton and her you know she uh they had a you know really heartwarming conversation there um you know obviously sad in, in some aspects hearing about her dad but you know ultimately bringing it around and, and making it a positive yeah it's just that is again one of the dates like that's what i that's why i watched the show i, I would much rather watch a, a clayton and, and susie one-on-one than a crazy you know, blow up between 
you know, women on a, on a group portion of the date. That's, that's, that's the reason I watch the show. No, I, know. I know. I know. Give I know. me all the bullshit. I give know. me the, <laughs> give me the shit show. Pete, you could take the romance. I want to see it. I want to see the shit hit the fan. All right. I'll take it. And then, oh, I love it when you finish off with like the, uh, the one-on-one with the, uh, the musician. It's a great, great song. That's awesome. You gotta love it. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we got to enjoy this nice, sappy, romantic moment with you, Peter, because I have good news for you, Dustin. There's more bullshit that happens. Bullshit. As you all know, we get into group date number two, which is, what is the theme? Can anyone tell me in one sentence what this date is? What's the tagline? Um, a classroom? Is it uh, an obstacle course? Is it a competition? What's the date? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. Yeah. I, did you guys know Zway? I've seen her on TikTok before. Okay. But... I, I, I didn't see her before. She, she was funny. She had some, she was good. some funny moments. Kat was having a good laugh at the girl that was dancing. What dance move did she do? I forget. Oh, now, what, me whip. the shenanigans. Now watch me nene. Now watch me whip, whip. Yeah. Now watch me nene. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was confidence. That took, I mean, she kind of got lost her mind at the end, but she was, <laughs> she, that was, I was like, okay, if I would have been like Clayton in that moment, I'd be like, all right, I would have gone up and kind of like started dancing with her. Like that took some balls to just kind of in that nerve wracking atmosphere to just, you know, take it and own it. Yeah. Well, we're getting to see this transition from Shanae, which was not a televised character, had very little to offer the audience, to Shanae, which is her alter ego, which is bringing in uh, some energy. And they go to the obstacle course after they do Never Have I Ever. And in the obstacle course, Shanae bodies Elizabeth. And it's like she like picks her up and puts her down, which is illegal in the NFL, but legal on the bachelor. <laughs> it was insanity. What were your thoughts on this date? Um, well, yes, yeah, so the, the never have I ever one that was kind of was kind of cute, you know, putting put them on the spot and obstacle course. It was fun. It looked it was uh, some cool, some cool uh, all the stops, you know, like sliding into DMs and. Oh man, I think I got distracted a little bit when this happens. I don't remember the body, the girl bodying, bodying her. And I don't remember the freestyle rap, him admitting, admitting to that. I think I was on my, guys, I got to stop. Does anyone else have that problem? Like when you're watching TV and you're on your phone at the same time, you just can't be 100% focused. I usually have that problem, but my boyfriend and I made a agreement to watch this season of The Bachelor together. And then he had to go and get COVID. So I haven't seen him in a week and a half because of quarantine and everything. So we were watching over FaceTime. So that made it so that I couldn't use, like oh, I, use I already had multiple things going on. There you go. So I was more focused. But in general, being on my phone definitely sucks me out of television. Yeah, I got to oh, stop. Sure. And, but you try to keep up with memes and, and live tweets. You can only, you can only watch it like, Actually, no, there's never a good time to be on your phone when you're watching the show. It was a good, you know, competitive course. Um, brought me back to some gallon challenge memories from college with them drinking all that milk. And then the ultimate winner... Sinead. No, Sinead didn't no. win. You oh. really weren't watching. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was way off. Who won? <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I can't remember her name either. What was her name? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah wins. Who I think is a front runner. 
Wait a minute. Let me see who Sarah is. Let me Sarah's one of the girls in the second rendition of the season um, montage. She's oh, one of the yes, girls yes, that's yes, crying. Yes, 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 and yes. I think she's going to end up in the top three. That's. Yes. I remember. Yeah. Sarah wins. I see Sarah. I don't. I think Susie. She, okay. But is Susie the next Bachelorette? Oh, oh you mean the wins the competition. Competition. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and yeah, so Sarah wins, <laughs> and Shanene gets flamed in front of everyone by Elizabeth. This is the drama I liked. And then walk- this gets okay, good. but did you? Because this is like a little bullshit. Like make, making fun of someone's mental health again. I'm shocked. The show. I'm shocked that the show decided to. And you could just tell there were so many one-on-one ITMs where she keeps mentioning ADHD, and it's like she's making a joke of it. I'm so surprised that the producers kept pushing that and they've made such a constant effort to like defend mental health and like talk about it and help people. I'm sure they didn't push her to say that. She probably was just like saying it on her own and they're like, oh, we're not going to leave this shit out. But I don't believe that. But even if that was the case, why would they still show it and promote all that? Like it's just- yeah. TV. They're constantly trying to battle this image of, oh, we're good. Look, here, here are all the, these resources for people struggling with their mental health. Here are people who are struggling if you're and not feeling safe they, with they, domestic they, abuse or any of these sort of things. And they're like, ha ha, ADHD is the punchline. Yeah. I don't didn't, get it. Didn't, don't get it. Just don't get I don't get that. So let's start off in the beginning. I thought it was very petty for her to go up. Well, I say her. I think it was very petty for Shanae to go up to Clayton and tell him that what's Elizabeth is two faced. Mm-hmm. That's that's it seems very petty. And this is if I do recall, this is your first time talking with Clayton. Guys, we've talked about this so many times before. If you go on the show, do not use your limited time, especially your first time ever talking to the league, to talk about somebody else. It's a big no no. It almost never works out. It's gonna put you in drama and that's all I got to say. You're straight up putting someone else's face in the person you're trying to impress his head as you're right next to them. So like you're mm-hmm. next to them and they're not even thinking about you. It's the worst thing you could ever do. So if you could ever take any of our advice, please and don't. And that was like a real that. petty one. Like there was no, because she, she wasn't because she didn't like look at looking me. at you or giving you attention. I would be, if she told me that, I'd be like, she, okay. She's not looking at you? I'm... Sorry. Um, that, I would have like definitely laughed. Sit on the I opposite think. side of the couch. <laughs> um, I don't know what to tell you. Do you do you want to leave? I think I you're here to make I, friends. Is that your huh. car? I hear your car. Yeah, I think it's time for you to leave. Um yeah, that's so I don't know. That was that was so cheesy. And uh after that, Elizabeth, you know, discussed with her, like, hey, I'm sorry. There's a lot going on. I might have not heard you. I was focusing in, trying to pay attention, and very reasonable thing, you know. I know Elizabeth a lot of time, handled that so well. Yeah, I I know a lot of times I get, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I have HDHD, but I think I sometimes I do. But it, it is hard to focus sometimes when you have a lot going on and every day, and like you just want to focus on your eyes on the prize and people saying this right here or there are saying like, it's, it's hard to keep up with everything. It could be overwhelming for sure. But she did. You're right, Pete. She did reply. Um, she just perfectly. was so classy and just like not getting triggered, not, not meeting or, you know, matching Shanene's uh, like craziness level. And no, she was level headed. She was clear. She articulated what she was thinking in a way that was rational. And also, even though she was jarred and was like, wait, you, I wasn't looking at you enough. She didn't, 
diminish it to that level. She was like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Here's yeah. probably what was going on. And then Shanae was like, and then they go back over to the other area and they continue it in front of everyone. And it's just, it's, it's boiling and it's not boiled over yet. And of course it's going to get worse because what, it's not going to get better until one of them leaves. I, I it's but it's like, it's, it's such a bummer. Cause like, I, at least, you know, who knows, maybe it's not how it actually plays out, but Elizabeth, the entire episode handled everything perfectly, removed herself from the conversation at the right time, just did it perfect. And I'm like, yes, yes. Like you're, you're killing it. You're handling this perfectly. And then in the previews for the next episode, they show her kind of breaking down and finally losing it. And I'm like, no, like do not let, I just hope that she doesn't get in her head and like really have kind of make her un- unravel here. Cause She's doing such a great job right now. And it's exactly, you could, as a, as a bachelor, you couldn't ask for anything else from someone for a way to, for them to respond to, you know, this kind of situation. Absolutely. I think that it is opening up a beautiful opportunity for a two-on-one if they last a little bit longer. And the two-on-one oh, is sure. peak oh, that's, drama. That's definitely coming up. And I can't wait. So we'll, we'll see what happens. The cocktail party was crazy. Everything was crazy. Yeah, definitely not, definitely uh, not cool, Shanae. Like, come on now. Yeah, I am um, not cool at all. Not quite sure. I, I do think though, so now going back to the cocktail party or moving forward, you know, right before the rose ceremony here, we haven't really talked about, uh, let's see. So it's Shanae and um, Shanae. It's not Shanae, is it? Well, it's her like new uh, self-proclaimed, her full personality goes by the name Shanae. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. so get off your phone, bro, and uh, you'll get that for next episode. <laughs> so Cassidy and Shanae's relationship, I thought was almost borderline kind of like adorable, even though it was so weird, or it was just like, so it was just kind of messed up. But like, it was, I thought it was hilarious. You said adorable? <laughs> like almost weirdly adorable. Like They're how mean girls. But uh, you're right. But they've got but, each other. But like watching them, yeah, they like, they were so there for each other. And like, they're both just talking crazy and like are, you know, trying to like, you know, script out how to how to play. It's like a game. It's just all a game, right? And no, this is how you do this and how you do this. And they believe it. You could tell they really believe so much of what they're saying and like their tactic. And you could tell like Cassidy's like that older sister for Shanene, the little sister. And she's like looking up to her like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I, she's coaching her up so much. And I'm like, oh, I'm like that's ridiculous, but it's also kind of cute. I don't know. Maybe it's not the right way to describe Everyone it. Everyone deserves their people. Like, even horrible people deserve a buddy. Yeah, and they're buddies. Except they kind of like, does Cassie kind of like uh, remove herself from like the friendship later on at the cocktail party? Did I see that correctly? Yeah, so they all are like kind of going at it. Um, Cassidy is finally at a point where she goes, I just can't defend this anymore. Like, yeah. I think what you're doing is unacceptable. And it's like, whoa, pot, meat, kettle. Like it's- I would have <laughs> felt so bad for Shanae in that moment. Just like, what? She just lost her, like, her one confidant, her one friend that, like, was there with her, you know? These girls ain't loyal. Speaking of girls who ain't loyal, Cassidy has a friends with benefit back home. This is when I realized, yep, she did not read the book. Like, I thought maybe she did. No. Why she is even remotely close or even, you know, having any type of conversation about someone that she's still kind of seen up into the point that she had her phone taken from her, you know, right leading up to the first night. I mean, you know that you're like, you know, your mic's on, you know, that there's like hidden care. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Never I don't know. admit anything. 
but she was just so freely talking. And like one girl walks through, like, hi, like just not even like a worry in the world that the person she's talking to might say like, hey, you know, Clayton, maybe this person is not here for you. Like I just, I could not believe she made that mistake. There was a cameraman and a boom mic right behind him. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. Even like even the girl that she was telling with Sierra, she just her face the whole time is like, "Why are you telling me this? Like, is this like a you trying to set me up if I should tell or not? Like, it's like almost like it, it's insane. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, very odd come from someone that's like claiming to know exactly how to make it far, but then why do you say that? I just don't get it. Yeah. Don't get it, um, Sierra. Tells Clayton what he needs to know. Clayton has his first kind of moment of, oh, you could tell he was like, whoa, that actually is kind of big. Like, that's a big thing. And then the the cliffhanger. Has anyone ever taken back a rose? Dun, dun, dun. Take that shit back. Take it back. I hope he does. I think he's taking it back. I think because they're going to keep, they have the drama still between, between Elizabeth and Shanae. So that's, you saw that in the previews. They're still there. So I think they can get rid, I think, yeah, I think Cassidy's going. Uh, As one villain falls, another shall rise. So we'll lose our initial villain for one who seems might be even funnier. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Even though the ratings are low for this show, I think you're going to have some huge characters coming up. And I I, I say this because, honestly, I think Clayton's actually doing a great job on here, but his personality isn't impacting that much for the... For everyone to see and be entertained by. Yet you have all these characters that are here. I think you're gonna see a lot of um, a lot of women blow up from the season and be main characters later on in the future. I think, yeah, some great, great uh women for sure from this season for Paradise. For I definitely could see that. I agree with you. Absolutely. It's nice to be back to normal, you know? We're back in the Bachelor Mansion, women are crying. It just, it's comfortable. It feels like home. It does. <laughs> Gotta love a good uh, good rose ceremony on Bachelor Monday. So actually, but we didn't get one this, uh, this Monday. We're going to wait two weeks for the next one. And we shall see. All right. Until next time, guys. Until next time. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.